0: Expense, in Just a quick hitter today because a Christian pop culture icon did what he did. This date in history, 1859. Christian circles, uh, when talking about faith, love to tell the story of the great Charles Blondin. Charles Blondin was a French tightrope walker. His name wasn't Charles Blondin either, but that was his professional name that he went by. And he used to uh, travel the world and uh, kind of a one-man circus and would, you know, set up uh, these amazing tightrope feats. And he came to uh, North America and headed directly to Niagara Falls and put a tightrope across uh, kind of where the Rainbow Bridge area is now and uh, would this tightrope across Niagara Falls and started performing these amazing feats. He would go across blindfolded. He went across in a burlap sack. He would sit down in the middle of the tightrope and cook breakfast. He would uh, bring a chair along with him and stand on the chair, balancing the chair on one leg on the tightrope, standing on there. He even went as far as to push a wheelbarrow across and back and... He said, who believes I could put a man in this wheelbarrow and put him back? And everybody raises their hands as the story goes. And he said, can I have my first volunteer, please? And all the hands go down. Well, what really happened, the story is even better than that. So in our Christian circles, we tell the story of Charles Blondin all the time in uh, as a kind of a, an example of, what true faith is. True faith is not just a head knowledge that God saved you or can save you or that you are saved from your sin, that Christ died to pay for your sin. It's not just a head knowledge, but true saving faith. When Charles Blondin says, who believes, who believes I could push a man across the tightrope in this wheelbarrow and everybody's hands go up. He says, can I have my first volunteer and all the hands go down? Well, true saving faith is getting in the wheelbarrow, letting him push you across the great chasm. Because there is a great chasm that separates us from God. That great chasm is caused by our sin. Christ bridged that gap for us. Well, the reason I say the true story is even better than what we tell Charles Blondin famously did carry a man across that tightrope across Niagara Falls. And not on a wheelbarrow, but on his back. The lucky volunteer was his manager. Yeah, you gotta love a tour manager. They'll do anything for the act. And boy, did they. Well, this guy must have really known and trusted Charles Blondin, because he carried his manager on his back across the tightrope. That is an amazing faith, an amazing trust. So there you go. Charles Blondin, the person we always like to tell that story about uh, that and explaining what true saving faith is, that happened this date, uh, June 30th, I believe it is, yeah, June 30th, eighteen. 18- Fifty nine. So uh, what is this uh, true saving faith? I think, you know, when we talk about this, just very, very quickly here to wrap this up, Ephesians chapter two, and if you're not familiar with it, grab a Bible when you get a chance, flip open, find the book of Ephesians. It's worth reading the entire thing, but uh, chapter two starts talking about grace, God's grace, that's unmerited favor through faith. How do we receive grace? Through faith. There's nothing that you can do to receive God's faith. It's not sacraments. It's not good works. It's not penance. It's not giving. There's nothing you can do to earn or deserve God's grace. It is a gift freely given. And that's what Ephesians chapter 2 is talking about. Talking about how we were, were dead in our transgressions and sins, but made alive by faith. Well, the climax here, which is a memory verse that most kids learn at a very young age, Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 10, and it says this, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus For good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. So, just very quickly, by grace, again, that's a gift, God's unearned, unmerited favor. By grace, we've been saved. What have we been saved from? Death and hell. We've been saved from the penalty of our sins. Okay, so by grace, you've been saved. How have we been saved? Through faith. What is faith? Faith is believing and trusting, not just believing the facts, but believing in your heart that Christ has died for your sins. Not just saying, hand up, I believe you could push me across that great chasm. I believe you could carry me across that great chasm. True saving faith is climbing on his back and just holding on. There's nothing you can do to help him get across that tightrope, right? All you can do is hang on and trust him to carry you across the great chasm to the Father. And so that's that's it. By grace, you've been saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves. There's nothing that you did. It is the gift of God. He did everything and he gives it to us freely as a gift. Not of works, verse 9 says, there's nothing that you do to earn or deserve this so that no one may boast. Because that's what we would do. If there was anything we contributed to it, we would boast about it. But this way, God gets all the glory for doing the work of saving us. Because that's the point of all creation. God created all things for his glory and even salvation is for his glory. Verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. What for? For good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. So people that say, oh, well, you say that it's faith alone, but how can it just be faith alone? And on one hand, some people say, well, that just sounds too good to be true. I have a hard time believing that. That just sounds too good to be true. Then how can it be just by faith? And if you read James, he says it is by works. Well, here's, as Steve Lawson says it, faith alone saves, period. Faith alone saves. We just read it. Faith alone saves. But what verse 10 says is that is faith that saves is never alone. It changes you. It just changes you from the inside out. And so that we do good works not to be saved, but because we have been saved and we are created new creation of new creatures in Christ. And so we are very different. And that is just the natural byproduct of the Christian life. The fruit of the Spirit is good works. So we don't do good works to be saved. You do good works because you're saved. That's what verse 10 says. So faith alone saves, but the faith that saves is never alone. You will know them by their fruit, Jesus said. That is a quick hitter on Charles Blunden, the great Blunden. Even better story than the way we tell it. Somebody actually had to get on his back, had to trust him to carry him across the great chasm. Way to go, Blondin, you French tightrope walker.